Hello and welcome back to episode two of Running Up the Score. I'm your host, John Roeder. And I'm Connor Stefanik. And we have three parts of this episode coming your way, starting with the NBA in part one, MLB in part two. And we're going to finish it off with some college hoops. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. But let's jump right into this. Uh, I think we... I think we jumped far into it with the, with the biggest game of the week, Kings versus Clippers. I mean, double overtime. That, Just 176 to 175. I mean, you go into two overtimes, and the final score ends up, but it's still only a one-point difference. Like, you know yeah. that game was back and forth the whole time. <laughs> there I was mean, a chance of a triple overtime in that game. That's, that's how close they kept it the whole time. You know, personally, I didn't watch the game. Obviously, I saw a lot of the highlights. I watched back that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Malik Monk with 45, De'Aaron Fox with 42, um, De'Aaron Fox with, you know, double-double with 42 points, 12 I mean, assists. Malik Monk, 45 points off the bench. Oh, I didn't even see that. Wow. That's off, off the, the bench. bench. is crazy. Kawhi, um, 44 points. I, I mean, Kawhi's with what he's up to. I mean, he's got to be gassed at this point. He also had another overtime game yesterday. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely, like, he's feeling it right now. Uh, Paul George with 34 points and 10 boards, double-double. Uh, Russell Westbrook with a double-double in his debut with the Clippers, 17 like points, looked, 14 assists. He looked good. Um, I mean, this Clippers team as a whole, who, who do they have uh, along with, with Russ? Didn't, I f feel like I remember them adding a couple of players. At the yes, they did add another player. I, oh, what's, it, what's his name? He's on the bench. He, I remember seeing his – I forget his name, but I did see he didn't, he didn't play too well. Mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't play great. I mean, I don't think they're expecting him to be a big role when he comes in, but he didn't, he didn't show up in the game. But I like that Russ showed up. He, he played great. I mean, for I mean, one of the craziest things straight up is obviously 176 to 175 is it, it's a big number. But, you know, you, you think, like, it's the second-highest scoring game in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, both teams with north of 170 points in a game is just absurd. They tied the... Most three-pointers in a game in history. Like, for a regular season game between the Kings and the Clippers, you can't really, like, I'm going to be honest, you can't really expect much. Well, I mean, the Kings, I saw this, I saw this, I believe, yesterday. The Kings right now, let me see, where did I? The Kings right now are, they have the best offensive rating in, in a season in NBA history currently. Mm -hmm. That I saw that yesterday via StatMuse. I mean, that helps their case. It does. No, it does. And that's, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, if you can put up 170 points in a game, whether two overtimes or not, like, and both teams are doing it back and forth, like, to then, I mean, they had a game, like, what? I, did they even have a day rest in between? Like, to be <laughs> able to insane. come back the next day and play straight, like, straight away is, is, it's beyond absurd. No, yeah, that was, that game was, I mean, I, I didn't, I watched the ending of it. Mm -hmm. And just watching those teams play, it was like, you just see the points get closer. You're like, yes. I want to see 200 on the board. <laughs> I want to see that it's, happen. It's one of those things. Like, you know, you, if, if 200 points can win the board, like, I, I, I mean, personally, I've never seen that. I don't think that's ever happened. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the fact that this was the highest scoring game, like, if it's in double overtime, that's the only way you get to point totals this high. And, you know, you're not going to see 200 points on the board Unless one team's blowing another team out, yeah, <laughs> and that's not going to happen if they've done a lower time. So it's just the only way it would happen if this goes into three overtimes, they get another buck, they get another you know quarter to play, and you know maybe you see it then. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have Bulls Nets. 
I mean, Bulls pretty much blew him out. 50, almost 50 points. 131 to 87. Zach Levine with 32 points. Patrick Beverly debuted uh, with eight points in 22 minutes. He, um, I believe he was a he was plus 22 for that game. I believe too. So yeah. Um, I mean, know. yeah, including every Bulls player was a plus, except, except for only for one. one off the bench. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, all the Nets players were minuses. And, yeah, that. You know, for those who don't understand uh, what that means, plus minus is the time you're in the game, you know, the score uh, either plus or minus the final. So, like, for example, if, if Kevin Durant's in the game and when he's in the game, his team has 30 points and the opposing team has 20 in all the minutes he's played, he's plus 10. Yeah. Um, same thing minus wise if the all the minutes combined that he's in the game if his team is losing 30 to 10 he would be minus 10 so for those who don't understand that's that's kind of what it's referring to and so we, we both know Greek Freak Giannis is of course MVP candidate right now yep. top three I believe I mean you probably believe the same yes. thing top three gets hurt leaves the game I, six minutes in I limping. did see that I did see that he uh, he, he hurt his knee um, is there any news on the knee as of now, or is it kind of just... I haven't seen anything come okay. out. I've, gotcha. I've been looking, nothing really. I mean, I think they're just taking it day by day, seeing mm -hmm. where he's no, at. That, that makes sense. Especially because they're, they, they, they won that game, 128-99, to 99, mm -hmm. even though he left six minutes in, and they just, they just won again yesterday, 14-game win streak. Mm -hmm. I mean, let him take his time. You're half a, game, half a game to a game back to the Celtics of first place. Let him take his time, get back to the playoffs, and show up then when he needs to. I mean, Jimmy Butler, I mean, they lost by, you know, they lost 128 to 99, but Jimmy Butler of the Heat, I mean, 8 for 10 from the field, 1 for 1 from 3, dropped 23 points. I mean, you want to talk about efficiency. Yeah. I mean, to, to lose a game like that and be that efficient, it, it, I mean, it, it hurts yeah. in a situation like that. Okay. The fact that you can be that efficient in a game and still lose by that much. Yeah. Watching him pull up, though, from, like, if you see him inside that three-point line, like, just take a dribble, ooh, step, pull up you see it it's like you're going that's going in Jimmy yeah. Butler is he's very efficient when he's on the court I love been, watching him play he's been in the league for so long yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those things like just the amount of time he's been in the league is yeah. just like you know, I remember him back when he was on the Bulls and you know doing his thing you know and just now with the heat like he, he, how much he's matured like he was like Derrick Rose's sec second option. Yeah. Now he's that guy on this Heat yeah. team, who in the bubble almost brought them to a to a title and yeah. fell short know. of the Lakers. Exactly. That, that I mean, that Lakers team was good. It, yes. I mean, it's obviously it was a healthy Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. I was gonna say healthy Anthony Anthony Davis. LeBron was LeBron was still him. Like he was still like, I'm not saying LeBron has fallen off, but mm -hmm. he he you could tell then he had that different drive for yeah. a championship. No, yeah. I mean LeBron. I mean let's let's talk about LeBron for for a quick second. You know. Where he's at now in his career, obviously there's the the goat debate, right? But you know he's come out and said that you know obviously Bronny James is, is our age. He's a senior in high school at the moment. He'll probably you know go somewhere to college and then one and done to the NBA. Um, I mean that's the goal. I mean never know what happens when you get to college hoops though. So exactly that is gotta, that is the truth. See what but that happens. The big thing is is LeBron's come out and said that. Wherever Bronny gets picked, that's where LeBron's going. Yeah. So if you're like, I get it, you know, if you're an NBA, you know, scout, and you're looking for people to pick, you know, you have, you see all these prospects, and you know, some people say Bronny James overrated. Which credit, I think he's had a great senior year as of what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I think seen. he's had a great senior year. I don't, I wouldn't say overrated. 
I would say. I mean, I think his draft stock is rising. Recently. I would say. I think. I think the overrated is just getting thrown around because of how much social media is advanced. I think. With I think. High school. I think the fact that you know his dad is LeBron James. Yeah. He's expected to be this number one pick, undisputed, like a Victor Wembanyama yeah. or a Chet Holmgren type yeah. player. But he's not. He's he's, not. he's what six three. He's Bronny James. That's, um, he's he, playing his ball. He, he's six three. He's he's got. Um, crazy athleticism. Yeah. He can make a shot from three when he needs to. Yeah. Um, you know, he plays he plays decent defense. Um, is he that number one guy? No. But yeah. is could he be, you know, a role player at some point in the NBA? Could he become a starter? Yeah. I definitely think so because he has the background. I mean, yeah. His dad's LeBron James, for goodness sake. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean uh, especially having LeBron as your dad, you're, he's going to exactly. make you drive no, to yeah, your best exactly. and, and on top of that, if you're an NBA front office, do you go out and pick Bronny James and take a risk to get LeBron to come to your team to win a championship. Like if you're a team, you know, that's one piece away from a from a title. Like say hear me out, for example, the Sixers, right? They looking to to have a chance at a title this year, right? And obviously know you're a Celtics fan. But some people say the Sixers are one piece away. Yeah. If that LeBron piece is that one piece and you have a mid-round pick in the first round, because some people are saying Bronny might be like a uh, early second round pick. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe the Sixers have you know get like a, a pick 15, 20, you know, somewhere around there. Do you go out and take the risk, take a Bronny James, let him develop a little bit, yeah. and get LeBron on your team for a year and go go out and win a title? Yeah. Is is that a realistic option for for some NBA teams? You think? I I can see that. I mean. I think Bronny could definitely fit, especially if he when he comes in the league. I can see him being a fit from the from the bench standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd I'd like to see him, you know, get his chance at the starting lineup. But I think he can make bring something from the bench to the team. But no, I agree. Talking I think, about, his, I think his athleticism is the way he plays defense. I think that that can fit certain schemes and yeah. certain systems. Um, but you know, talking about Bron, let's talk about his LA Lakers yesterday. Down 27 to the Mavs, finishing the game, winning 111 to 108. Yep. Anthony Davis came in clutch at the end. He he looked he Finally looked really healthy. good. Yeah. Finally healthy. 30 points, 15 boards. Jared Vanderbilt, which they just got trade deadline, mm-hmm. 15 points, 17 boards. And the big thing, Luca and Kyrie are 0 and 3 in the same starting yeah. lineup together. And what does that what does that say? What does it mean? Like your thoughts on on that? Like what does that mean for you? To as me, a, as a basketball I didn't like the trade from the get-go. Obviously, I think Kyrie would have been a better fit in L.A. Nets didn't want to send him to L.A., send him to the Mavs. I, the Mavs, should, I don't I don't think it was the like best trade for them because they're trading they for now. They're we, trading. We, talked, we talked about it last week. They yeah. lost a lot in that trade. Yeah. They're trading for the now. They're not trading for the future. Yes. They were trading to win it. Yep. But I, don't, I think this hurts your chances. Because like I said, like I said last week, they need another piece. I think yeah. you said you said their 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 center at the moment is Christian Wood. I think he's coming off the bench. I think it's um, forget who it is coming in, starting in the lineup, but he's not. He's it's, not. It's not big that guy. guy. He's not a great like, guy. You look at you look at you have you have a, I mean, tremendous front court in in Kyrie and Luca. Yeah. Which I mean, you go on to NBA Two K and you put you you have those two on your team and any Two K simulation is is giving you a title. Yeah. But I mean, even just, without Kyrie, 2K, 2K is giving no, them that title with Luka. It's, it's the truth. And, you know, I mean, you, you look at it in retrospect and realize that that's not realistic. Yeah. I mean, in today's NBA, 
I mean, with the amount of times guys don't play, yeah. the amount of guys you have who are hurt on a day-to-day basis, yeah. the guys who, you know, come in and, like, the pieces that need to be built around them. Like, sure, Luke can do it by himself. Kyrie can do it by himself. They come together, you know, like you said last year. Their assist totals can yeah. come together and, and help. I think when, they made, when the trade deadline was coming up and they were making those trades, mm-hmm. I think they traded for the wrong net. Obviously, I don't yeah. think they had the pieces for Kevin Durant. But I believe if Kevin Durant was what the Mavs got, I liked him much better on mm-hmm. the Mavs fit because Kevin Durant has played with great point guards like Steph, mm-hmm. like Kyrie before. He's had success with Kyrie. Obviously, they both got hurt a couple years ago, lost to the Bucks. Bucks going to win the championship. Yep. But when he joins Steph and Clay, great for- front court, and they all can spread the ball to each other. Luka's good at spreading the ball. But Kyrie's not the right fit there. No, no he's not. Because Kyrie's always been a, a ball-first player. Yeah. I mean, you look back to when he was on the team with LeBron, yeah. right? He wanted the ball in his hands. Yeah. That's why he left. That's yeah. why he left Cleveland from, from a start, because yeah. he wanted to have his own team. And, you know, you try to look at him, try to team up with a guy like Luka. The reason he was so successful with LeBron is because Kyrie is a ball-dominant with crazy handles yeah. who can go down and score when he needs to. Yeah. Um, LeBron is that athletic, big body. Can do everything. Who can do everything. Yeah. So with Luka, Luka is more of, you know, he's the playmaker. Yeah. He's the guy, he can, he can make a bucket when he needs to. He doesn't play much defense. He's not athletic. He's not very athletic. Yeah. He makes really good passes. He has very good basketball IQ. But when it comes to pairing him with a guy like Kyrie, I just don't see them, them fitting. Like you, yeah. like you said, I just, they don't, they don't fit as well as I as I would imagine, yeah, I gotcha. like, like you said. Yeah. Well, let's go. Um, the Celtics-Sixers game, since I we mean, were talking about those two up, teams before. Straight up, that, that game, that's what one that, that, I mean, I mean, if you guys want to go check out our Twitter, we, we, we tweeted out a couple of stuff about uh, about that. That's yeah, uh, that was... at R-U-T-S podcast on Twitter. Um, go go to follow. You know, we, uh, we post different um, news, highlights, breaking news from all the major sports. Um, would love to to have you guys there and and you know interact with with some of those tweets and you know give us some feedback on there. But I mean you know that show. I think we had three tweets just about that game. Yeah, we you. Um, I mean, I was gonna say we were both watching it live. Like, we, we were looking right back and forth. I mean, obviously you know I like the uh, the Phillies. You know, I if I had to pick a basketball team, I don't watch too much of the NBA, especially during the regular season. I do enjoy the finals and the the postseason. Yeah. Um. But I mean you know. From a regular season standpoint, I don't watch it very often, but, I mean, if I had to pick a team, like, I, I root for the Sixers, but, yeah. you know. It's, that it's game, a better, I'm a Celtics exa- guy. So. Exactly. Like, that game was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum, as a Celtics fan, as an NBA fan, Jason Tatum didn't play great, but that just shows you what confidence your teammates can have in you, mm-hmm. your coaches have in you, giving him the ball with five seconds left yep. to shoot the game-winning three. Makes it. I mean, hits the go-ahead three with uh, one and a half seconds left on the clock. Um, Joel Embiid, I mean, credit, this is in Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Joel Embiid gets the ball and chucks it up as time expires. Yeah. Credit, I mean, I think he knew it was late. Oh, yeah, he, he left ball, the court before they even could look at it. That ball goes through, <laughs> and this place erupts. <laughs> 
and you just you just see you see uh, Embiid, and he's he's sitting there, and he's just like he knows he didn't shoot it yeah. quick enough, and this place is like about to storm the court. You see people yeah. getting close, like trying to high five him, and then and when you they just call see it the off, dis- you see the just... dis- you see the distraught in his face, knowing that they're yeah. calling it off. And then when they called it off, every you, the camera went to the crowd, everyone hands on their it's face, just ha- heads the, down. The, just the amount of like just the air, it well, just completely cr- deflated that. Credit area. to Embiid before that. 41 points, mm-hmm. leading the team, J- yep. leading the whole scoring in the game. Jalen Brown, 26 for the Celtics. He started off really good for them. I liked mm-hmm. him. Al Horford had a great third quarter for them. But the Sixers bench combined for 12 points. That's that's not That is all. I believe, I believe the Celtics bench had 30 points plus. Yep. That's, that's a huge differential when you talk to coming into that game, especially because... The Sixers were up, what, 15 at one point? Mm-hmm. Celtics swing it in the fourth quarter, go up by 10. Sixers swing it right back, bring it even till that moment. I mean, I mean, the, the way that game ended, I mean, like like I said, I was obviously on, on our Twitter, a lot of our stuff we follow is, is a lot of the big time, uh, you know, the insiders, the NFL, NBA, MLB, you know, NCAA insiders who you know, have a lot who are, you know, the guys who, the first guys who post about the news. And, yeah. you know, obviously we, we follow the big accounts, the ESPNs, the sports centers. And, I mean, our Twitter feed was absolutely blowing up with just Jalen, Jason Tatum, what is happening? Uh, Joel Embiid, I can't believe he, he made that. Like, you know, just, it was absolutely absurd. Well, um, talking about absurd, Dame Lillard last I night. Mean, that was a whole. That was a whole nother story. I, I mean, mean, I saw the forty-one points. Um, I was gonna you know. say, me and you were, me and you were, were on the phone. Yes. And we see Dame Lillard forty points at half. Yes. No. Yeah, we were on the phone. You know, setting up for the podcast last night, um, getting our final stuff together so that we could uh, bring this episode to you guys today. But um, you know, it comes through on on our on our phones, and we're like, Damian Lillard scored seventy-one points, career high, oh 13 threes. He had he had eleven threes in the first half. Yeah, that's oh my god, he's forty-one points in the first half, and dude. only fourteen three free throws. So majority of that points yes. were just him shooting. I mean, he I mean he was an absolute bucket at the end of the day. It just it seems like he couldn't miss. Yeah, I mean, and it helps the it helps the Trailblazers' case now. They're only half game out from tenth seed, have mm-hmm. a playing opportunity. I well, know he wants to get that chance to go, especially because of all the comments li- mm-hmm. lately on social media for him. I mean, with with I mean. You know, we talk about the 10 seed. A couple years ago, you wouldn't even be talking about a 10 seed with the new playoff bracket well, that implemented last year, I believe. Yeah. You know, two, now that 10 yeah, seed is, two is years a ago. huge... Two years ago, yeah. sorry. Th- that 10 seed is a huge, you know, situation in terms yeah. of, like, you know, trying to trying to get that final push to get yeah. in. I mean, you look at you look at the MLB. I mean, mind me, sorry for going to the MLB yeah, here. Yeah, but the Sixers, or sorry, Phillies, Phillies yeah. were six seed <laughs> wild card team. The last wild card team to get in managed Go to the World Series. Managed to beat the 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 Cardinals in a uh, best of three game series. End up making it to the World Series. Obviously, they lost, but just that idea that. Any last chance, because the MLB expanded their playoff bracket as well. That's the only reason the Phillies got in yeah. last year. Um, you know, you expand that playoff bracket, and it gives every all those teams that are just below the cutoff, who are very close to the teams that are at that eight seed. Like the difference between the ten and the eight seed are very, very close. Oh, yeah. And you know, f- to give that team in the ten seed an opportunity to make a run. Yeah. I mean, because talk about it. I mean, the MLB is the same way as the NBA. You know the NBA. Whoever's hot at the time, like that's the hot team. Like you, you always talk about the hot hand, the shooters. Yeah. Those are your guys you want. You want with the ball, and if you give them an opportunity 
in postseason situations with all these guys who are the most clutch players in the world. You know, you give them an opportunity to go in and 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 compete to to go move on to the next round and yeah, go I compete you, for a title. You. It's you know. Well, let's talking about hot hand, top seeded Nuggets last night beat the Clippers. And Clippers was another overtime game, mm-hmm. 134, 124. Jokic, 40.17 boards, 10 assists, triple double. double. Michael Port Jr., 29. Jamal Murray, 21. Those Jamal Murray, where, where has he been? <laughs> I mean, since the bubble, I yeah. haven't heard. I mean, anything. that injury really took him down. I agree. But, no, you're right. But you're I mean, right. the three combined for 90 points. Given uh, that's that's yes. a huge bonus for them. Kawhi, 33. PG, 23. Russ, another 17 point performance. Staying it's, solid for them. I, I like mean, it. The, the combination of Ka- Kawhi, PG, and Russ, I think, is big. Because I yeah. think it's Russ still has enough in his tank that he can go in. And, uh, and um, you know, he has an opportunity to go in and, and maybe not win a championship because of how stacked some of these teams in the NBA are. But this team gets hot late, late in, the, in the postseason. They, they might yeah. have a shot. Well, right before we wrap it up here, last, last game I want to talk about with you. Bucks beat the Suns at home 104-101. Giannis did not play. Mm-hmm. Bucks 14 straight win. Drew Holiday 33 points. Yes. Devin mm-hmm. Booker struggled 24 points for the Suns, but Suns yet to get KD. Mm-hmm. So all those assets they had before, they're yes. all gone now. KD still is yet to play due yes. to his injury, but once he comes back, I think the Suns can make can make it. I mean, a run in there. That that division. team with with Aiton, Booker, and and KD. I think once they start to play together a little bit, I think that that will. Uh, Really lead to to some success, yeah, especially with CP3. He's a great yes. assist. No, guy. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so uh, that's it for um, you know that's it for this this uh, part one of um, you know of this episode. And you know, make sure you guys go check out our website and be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms, um, such as Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, to stay up to date when all the latest podcasts come out. Um, like we said earlier, we also have started to post um, breaking news and announcements on our Twitter. Um, and, you know, big announcement, our podcast is now available on every podcasting, however you want to listen to your podcast. Yep. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, um, all those. So however you listen to your podcast, uh, would love for you guys to join, tell your friends, and uh, sure to check us out. Yeah, yeah th- thanks you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys in part two talking about the MLB. Thanks, guys.